It's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. This is from All right. Tampa. Danger. Hold Danger, Will Robinson. Whoops, there's Lisa. Lisa's here. Hey, Lisa, will you verify my story about Zip was true? Spike. Possibly. No, you got to get up. Come on, Lisa. Who was it? Was it true? Possibly. 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 <laughs> I'm trying to remember who it was. Who okay. was it? Uh, Spike, you might have missed this, but you may know the story. <laughs> That the first time I ever got to kiss my wife, the first time we ever made out, Zip was in the other room with another gal, and halfway through it, Zip came in and said, want to switch? I believe the passage of time has amplified this story way beyond its original right. content. And, and by the way, when I said that... Yeah, she promised she was talking to Lisa and wanted to make out with Bob. <laughs> I don't know how that came about, and I do believe that Zip doesn't remember. Let's remember. We I were, truly do not no, remember. No, we were both I alcoholics. Really we still are alcoholics. We're just taking <laughs> yes. it one day at a time. But... Um, and I prefer a professional well, imbiber. When I told Most you swappers the... don't remember half the story, Zip. Don't feel bad. <laughs> when I told Zip the other night, he was so yeah. sure, oh, no, that couldn't have happened, that I thought, oh, it could be me, because I make up stuff all the time. Sure. You know, sometimes without even knowing it. <gasps> but if Lisa remembered it, it that should happen. Yeah. Oh, Lisa, Lisa, just just say you remember. You got to get right here to the microphone. Yeah. Don't be DNA shy. will don't prove it wrong. What? what, what <laughs> Hold on. Go ahead. Say it again. Honey. You don't do that. <laughs> okay. She remembers. Anyway, I, I had oh, to check, man. and uh, and it's good we kept the person anonymous because you know that we would do. But the person Zip wanted to trade out. Can you give me initials, and I won't reveal it. Um, off the air, I'll tell you more. But I, but okay. no, you know we're all and and Spike, you know this. Zip, you know this. Ed, you know this. We all put ourselves out there for your amusement and entertainment. <laughs> But when it comes to people who didn't sign up for the big bucks that this podcast pays, uh -huh. all right, yeah. for the no bucks, um, yeah. when it comes to that, you know. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to get you a set of headphones, honey? Because no. we can use a female on no. this show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. All right. Anyway. You say use. Are you going to pass her around? No. no. You guys are old, old hands. The year was 1985. <laughs> all right. So, uh, th by the way, I confirmed a couple of things with that last episode. Number one, Lisa listens to the podcast now. Yay. Uh -oh. and, but she keeps it quiet because she, if she was going to catch me doing something, yeah. she might, I might be on better behavior. But she, yeah, she knows that I would say the yeah. same thing whether she's listening or not. She's busy compiling a manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> she could be doing that. By the way, speaking of which, we're watching this TV show called The Split. Have you heard of it? Uh-uh. The Split? It's dangerous, uh, <laughs> I think, to watch because it shows you a side of life and a profession. Boy, it's got to be a hard profession. I wouldn't want to be in it. But it's very well-researched and very well done. It's a British show, so it ha takes place in London. Mm -hmm. It's called The Split, and what it's about is a law firm that's a family, the Defoe family, and they call it family practice, but it's they're divorce lawyers. They're... Shark women divorce divorce lawyers. Oh boy! And what a show! I mean, first off, they want the biggest, most famous, high profile uh, clients they can get. Of course. And and they hire private investigators. And meanwhile, the people who run the law firm. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to give away too much. No. But. <laughs> but you do. <laughs> but the business lunch doesn't fall far from the tree. Let me just yes. say that. 
Uh, <laughs> so, uh, is there two seasons? And what channel was it on, hon? Sundance. Huh? Sundance. 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 It was Sundance. on the Sundance channel, which nobody gets. And uh, uh Yeah. And <laughs> well, we used to get stuff for free, but not anymore. And um and so Lisa got mad at me because Amazon Prime has it, but you have to buy a season for fourteen ninety nine. And I thought, if we went to the movies We'd We're spend that on popcorn. Popcorn and, and Coke. Yes. I need to get you some and a Coke for no, 14 no, bucks no. anymore right. either, by the way. What, what's that? You can't get popcorn and a Coke for 14 bucks anymore. <laughs> I know. No way. So anyway, it's a good show. It's about uh, divorce lawyers, and it just gets... It starts off kind of slow. They're Ooh. just building the characters. So did I, yeah. Yeah, and like all of us. And then it gets crazy. All right. So we're here. Anyway, Zip, we're not going to bring that subject up anymore but i did want to say <laughs> when something like that happens the people that come out of the woodwork and say i heard that show that was a, <laughs> that was incredible <laughs> and it is to most people well and you know just being honest about your lives yeah because I, I i did talk about you know my young drug use yeah which it's funny part of me feels like i shouldn't because oh my god you know what if my granddaughters hear about this yeah huh. uh, but then the other part of me goes, they have so much media that maybe someday they'll listen to Grandpa's old podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Please, unless Elmo's take, getting stoned, they're yeah. not hearing about drugs. I mean, there's Baby Shark songs to sing. There's all kinds <laughs> of things going on. Elmo stoned. Exactly. So, uh, but, any, but anyway, also, I, I just like to put it out there because one of the things about people, and it's very evident with Facebook and social media right now, is... We all have crazy things in our lives. Hell yeah. And for the most part, we don't talk about them. Mm -mm. Keep the ant in the basement. Duct tape her, duct tape her up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, you know, my dad, whom I fought with, all, did all of us have tough 50s dads? All oh, man. You have no idea. I certainly yeah. did. I, Spike years passed away at a young age, right? Well, my, my dad passed away at a young age, but I had a I had a Vietnam vet dad. So step your stepdad, dad. and by the way, your stepdad really was your dad because yeah, I mean he, yeah. he raised me up. Yeah. Um, but were they all tough on us? Oh. <laughs> I would say my dad came from the the Ho Chi Minh Trail to my house directly. <laughs> <without> <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing on the outside. Plan. Spike, that's good. That's good. <laughs> well, and so. I, Anyway, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking. Did about we all head. have corporal punishment? Oh, oh my God, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Strapped uh, twice. Yes. Was yes. your dad a corporal, Spike? Uh, my dad was a, a drill sergeant. He would drill your ass. <laughs> he had drill <laughs> sergeant time. punishment yeah. instead of corporal punishment. And so I was thinking about our dads, all of our collective dads, including anyone listening to this, yeah. who's a guy. And I don't think ta dads are as tough on girls. But it's mother. They, they were, he, my, my dad was, he was worse well, than the girls. Well, it is yeah. Mother's Day weekend, so Lisa wants to be, by the way, Lisa's the new program director of our podcast. <laughs> she refuses to come on the mic. She won't even get a pair of headphones, so she's sort of listening through my headphones. She's, she's, ear, checking, she's ear checking us. She's ear checking me. <laughs> and then she will dr drop in at any time and tell us we're going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Nice. Without hearing the whole nice. conversation. Good night, Lisa. Good night. We love you. <laughs> okay. Um, Go ahead. So anyway, I was thinking about my dad and this might apply to all of your dads, but I didn't know anything about him before he was my dad. 
Um, and as a dad, it was his job to act like he was the disciplinarian. He was perfect. Everything I was doing was wrong. Yeah, know? the belt came off and you would just obey. Yeah. yeah. And he, he didn't do corporal punishment a lot. Yeah. But the three or four times he hit me well, I remember them. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. It wasn't regular. If it was regular, I would have got used to it. Yeah. Um, but I remembered that I just assumed he was perfect. He was honest. He believed everyone should never tell a lie. Everyone should tell the truth. If you did anything, it proved you were kind of stupid. He would have been a crap politician. <laughs> <laughs> that was my grandfather, by the way, who was a politician, but that's another story. Anyway, okay. when my dad passed away, I was at his wake, uh -huh. and I ran into his best friend, and his best friend says, you kind of think your father was a goody two-shoes, don't you? Because he heard me do the eulogy. Yeah. And he went, your dad got into some, you know, I, I'm paraphrasing now because it's been a while, but it was like, he did some serious shit with us in college. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I would love to know the things my dad screwed up. Give me the dope. Well, he told me one story. My dad was taking flight training, and I have this one picture of him where he's standing next to this single-engine low-wing airplane. Yeah. And I'm so proud of that picture because I learned how to fly, and you know he was training to fly. Yeah. But his flying training suddenly stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why? Pray tell. <laughs> well, he was going to a military academy. And uh, Spike, this <laughs> you can probably sense where this is going. Um, he took he took a flight, took a plane, and thought it would be fun to buzz the homecoming football game. Had a boy, bare ass hanging out the window of the cockpit. Yeah, that's, our, that's our boy. That's a fucker triplane right there. <laughs> Look at that. With a, that looks like truck knots. What are those? Are and I and I got to tell you, I. It warmed my heart to know because when a dad tells their kid not to be a fuck up, if I may be <laughs> use my French, yes, it's because the dad remembers being a fuck up and how bad it felt. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so uh, I believe we should let it hang out, whatever you know, embarrassing things there are. I think it'll be fine. I, I think people want to hear reality, and. Well, I uh, yeah. I, I, my dad was kind of a in and out figure, uh, you know, I, he was, um, he was a bit of a cad and mom, mom didn't take kindly to that. He had outside children, all kinds of crap that went on. Well, so hold daddy, on a second. I love, is that a Canadian term outside children? No, it's a Motown thing. Outside children and another wife. That ain't right. That ain't right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Watch. Can't take the boy out of Detroit. From Detroit, of course. Yeah. Sorry. It's part of the vernacular. Yeah. He had outside children and all kinds of stuff. Wow. And he thought mom would just be cool with it, you know, but uh, not so much. Thought mom would be cool with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave you a uterus the day off. What are you now? You're getting mad at me? He was, he was so PTSD. Your came off the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Mine came out of the invasion of Sicily. It was a nightmare. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Way to go, yeah. Spike, assuming he's Italian, too. I like that. <laughs> he's a mobster. An Italian your, man in a kilt. Was your dad yeah. a mobster? No, he was, he no, was not he Italian, Italian, of course. He, was... he spoke Italian. He spoke fluent Sicilian. Okay. But he was Scottish. Yes, he was. Spike? Well, Greg Sotgren 
And I must go but the sausage up under this kilt is really good. <laughs> you could be uh you could be your dad's best friend, Ed, and uh Spice, you could be the dad. Yeah. That's a huge noggin. As your wife has just discovered you have another outside child. Yes. My dad had a great answer when they'd say, hey, Jimmy, what's that up under your kilt? He'd say, your mother's lipstick, you bastard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd recognize the shade. <laughs> you flaming poof. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so you had a you had a brash dad. Oh, yeah. He was... Yeah. Do you, you know, think there's a lot about him you don't know that, and, and oh. there's no Facebook pages, there's no record of it. You know what? It freaks me out when I search. Like, if I have a memory and I'm feeling nostalgic, yeah. and I'll search for someone way in the past. Yeah. And they don't exist on the internet. No, I know. If it's, if it's before the 80s, forget it. Right. If it's before the 80s, you can't even find your old ladies. That's crazy. It's <laughs> absolutely crazy. Yeah. So anyway. I, I kept the things that he had. Like he had civil engineering books. He was self-taught and I have them. They're like worn leather and he just dog-eared the hell out of them because he went to Africa as a civil engineer, but he didn't have a degree. He was wow. self-taught. Wow. Lisa's yeah. right. Mother's Day is this Sunday. We should probably switch Focus to on moms. Yeah. Focus Talk on about moms. what cads our fathers were. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Great programming. Where's our program director when we need her? Come on, Lisa. <laughs> She's getting with the program. I don't know if I pushed her away. I actually wanted her to put on the headphones. Oh, did you brush your teeth after dinner, Bob? Um, I didn't, but we ate the same thing. They cancel each other out. <laughs> no tonsil hockey after garlic. <laughs> it's a good question. She'll probably answer that. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, all right, folks. Today is the 7th by the time you hear this. And on Wednesday's podcast, I went out and made a prediction, and I think everyone agreed with it. And I said, by the time you hear the podcast, the prediction will either be proved right or wrong. And some people think I, am, I, I don't think I'm ever wrong, I, and they don't know me. I, I'm wrong a lot. <laughs> um, this prediction was proved wrong before the podcast was published. Does anybody remember what it was? Yes, uh, whether or not they would curtail Donald Trump, Trump. on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Right, whether his suspension would be upheld or whether he would not be upheld. And um, my memory about what other people agree to is always hazy because I always think they agree with me. <laughs> Did you guys agree that uh, Trump would be let back on Facebook? I can't remember. Not I, do think, I. I think I thought they would, but be heavily supervised. Okay. Probationary. Okay. He is he is under review. He's suspended. They've upheld the suspension for six months, correct? For six more months, yes. Right. Well, I thought they kicked it back to Facebook, right? And that would never happened. Well, no. uh, so the, the, this review, was their... the review board that's supposed to decide if it was a permanent or temporary ban. Yes. Decided, let's let Zuckerberg decide. He's they, got a booster seat well, now. They, he can see the table. Let's let him. <laughs> <laughs> they upheld it, but you're you're right. You're correct in that it's back to if Facebook wants to change it. Right. In six months, they can. Um, so, uh, when, when that came out, I was like, whoops, good thing I put that disclaimer in because by the time the people hear the podcast and, and the reason I felt that he would be let back on, Freedom it comes down to the old follow the money, ah. uh, and my belief that Trump was good for all media, which preys on our drama and divisiveness. 
And based on numbers I've read, media, um, media viewership, media listenership, news channels, it's all down. It, uh, one by one stat I read, more than 25% mm-hmm. in the sleepy Joe Biden presidency. And I say sleepy just as a, finally I'm able to get some sleep. It's not about Joe. <laughs> <laughs> It's I'm sleeping, Joe Biden. That's what yeah, yeah. Um, and and so and that's okay. And people know I'm not a fan of Trump, but I'm also uh, I also love Republicans, love all people, believe you have the right to decide whether you're going to get a vaccine. And I, mean, I agree with Republicans on lots of things. Right, Spike. Yes. Uh, but uh, so when I found out that we or because I led you down that road, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I said, well, how could I have been wrong? Because Facebook needs the clicks and they need the money. But I read a very interesting op-ed about why Facebook made this decision uh-huh. that was very enlightening. And it's it goes back to, we're all in various echo chambers. True. Um, and, but not, to, not just about politics. I mean... Your echo chamber. Everything. Religion, politics, our, anything, family, you know, our um, narrative, yeah. sports, the economy, it's all. Yep, whatever chamber. it is. And so I didn't consider this, but the United States is its own echo chamber. As divided as we are, we all sort of think this is the most important country in the world. <laughs> and um, the op-ed I read pointed out. That, that there are other despotic leaders that they're worried about causing the end of the world that control more people than Trump. That it, The United yep. States is just 320 million people. And as we learned on this show the other day, how many people are in India? Over One million. point something billion. Uh, there'll be a quiz. 1.4. How many people in China? <laughs> Uh, 1.45. Got to pay attention. There'll be a quiz each show uh, about I wasn't the here. No. I didn't do the homework. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm just guessing, Mr. By Mr. the way, Rivers. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, Kelly and Ryan do better when they ask someone what they said to a guest and whether the guest was pregnant or not when they have a caller on. This is uh, Principal Hemeroid. Yes. <clears throat> just a reminder that when uh, Mr. Rivers puts out an assignment, you have to study that assignment and to know every answer by a rote at the next class. Uh, or you'll spend a detention in the all-purpose room. That is all. <laughs> yes, Mr. Hemroyd. <laughs> Mr. Hemroyd has outside children and another wife. Just to point out. <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> over, over at PS69, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this article correctly pointed out that Facebook is bigger than the United States. Yeah. That Facebook is like a world government and that Follow the money means they want to keep the world running smoothly and profitably and they need to shut. And, and I'm, I have mixed feelings about this, by the way, because I thought, oh, they just want me and my friends to click more. So they'll let Trump <laughs> back on. And that's a part of free speech. And yeah. ain't that America? You and me. Little pink houses. <laughs> yes, Sorry, I know. We're referencing John, songs. John Cougar Milk. <laughs> yeah. Um, but on the other hand. America, while important, and the greatest consumer nation, that means buying lots of shit yeah, we don't yes. need, yeah. uh, America is, uh, numerically, 320 million is a very small part of 7 point something billion, yeah. how many people are on the earth. And Facebook Facebook's is intends to dominate them all. 
So I don't know how I feel about that. I, are I, they allowed in China? Are they? Are they? Do they use Facebook in China? I mean, uh, so you're asking me a, a question. I'm quite sure they don't. They have a thing called WeChat. Yeah. Uh, allowed in what countries? I should sure ask what countries they're not allowed control. in because we get yeah. to do. Inter- we have a staff of people working on the internet. <laughs> we got a staff. The As big- of May 2016, the only countries to ban access around the clock to social networking sites are China, Iran, Syria, and North Korea. Now, it's been a while since then. Yeah, countries where Facebook gets blocked and why? Uh, and I don't see India there. No, India. I've talked to people in India on Facebook. Okay. So, in fact, uh, most uh, of the customer service reps I speak with are. In <laughs> <laughs> you are having a problem with your computer. All named Steve, too. It's ironic. <laughs> I had no idea Steve was such a or, popular Or Raj. Yeah. Right. That's always Raj. Um, uh, in what Bangladesh, Facebook is easily accessible, but its citizens see on its posts, uh, they see them different from the rest of the world because there was a scandal in 2010. Facebook in Bangladesh became heavily censored. That year, Facebook was shut down for an entire week after a bunch of controversial images of the Prophet Muhammad appeared. Remember this? No, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> the images appeared after people had been invited to participate in a competition held by Facebook users called Everybody Draw Muhammad Day. That's oh wild. <laughs> is that wild? Is it just me? It's completely hmm. wild. wild, wild stuff. Bob, the, an- the answer is Bangladesh. <laughs> Bangladesh. Um, what does Bang- an Italian man do when his car radio cuts out? <laughs> 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 yes. So, mm. uh, but this is serious because Spike and I have been to Bangladesh, mm-hmm. and it's predominantly Muslim. Yeah. And so everybody draw Muhammad Day. Facebook hadn't set up all their people to, you know, their standards and practices people. Do you know how much money they spend on standards and practices? No. I don't know, Bob. I read, <laughs> uh, I read that they spent $142 million on their That's latest standards. efforts. And I Facebook tried, did? Uh, Facebook did, yeah. Uh, and I'm doing that from memory, so please don't, if I'm misquoting it, I'm not that far off. Uh, but, the, <laughs> well, you know how, like we all do stuff from memory. Mm-hmm. Most Facebook discussions are from memory. Why, you should read the Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Spike will read it to me now. Spike, what does it say? <laughs> We, the people, in order to form more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote general welfare. Do uh, I, I, that's pretty good, actually. It's far than I could, far than I could have got. So, the um, bus liberty, Dordain established constitution, United States of America. Yeah. So the reason uh, the reason that ban was upheld, and this is both frightening as an American and encouraging as a citizen of the world, mm-hmm. is that he ain't that big in the world. And so a dominant global company, in fact, now I'm, now I'm actually, because the reason I have mixed feelings about this is I don't know what scares me more, four years of Trump or Facebook. <laughs> I, I, I feel your pain. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So uh, very strange, very strange. 
It's become very powerful to the point where it scares the politicians. And even Facebook has said that the tech companies have said, this is a big, hairy bear and we don't know what to do. Right. You have got to give us some guidelines. And they didn't. They, of course, you know, government doesn't exactly act in a, well, in a fast fashion. And what's that movie where the machines get smarter than the humans? It's a cartoon. Is it Wally? I think um, there were Terminator, yeah, Bob. Oh, Terminator <laughs> is one. Yeah. Yeah, there have been a bunch of those one. movies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not smarter than you, though. <laughs> part of it is that the algorithms are now unleashed, and we have no idea really what they're doing. We know they're trying to make money for the people that own them. Yeah. But as far as morality, you know, uh, civilization and uh, harmony. Bias. Yeah. I don't know what bias is. I, I'm for bias, by the way. Okay. I'm for well, that's because you're the devil's advocate, Bob. You're, that's your don't, perpetual Don't cue role. me to play my own jingle. I'm not playing it. <laughs> no, I, I'm for it because um, in a civilization, arguing with each other on a human level is very productive. Um, however, being mobilized into armies of arguers by dopamine... Uh, by, by algorithms that know how to fire off our dopamine faster than we can think. That's not debate. That's not discussion. That's the new Bolivian marching powder. <laughs> it's the new. Co <laughs> it's the cocaine of the computer. Absolutely. So that's what's scary about it. And and to that end, a thing happened today. Uh oh. With algorithms. Lisa, I've been uh, going over to a mutual friend, uh, Rick's house, and Rick listens to the podcast now, so I think I'll say his last name. Okay. Uh, it's funny how friends who never listen to podcasts now are starting to listen. Yeah, when they know they can snoop. <laughs> um, Eavesdrop on I, your I'm life. sure there's some of that, but, uh, yeah. but really I think it was just a lot of people that don't do podcasts right. and maybe just got curious, and then they hear about podcasts in the news all the time. They're just getting bigger. Uh, but anyway, I've been going over Rick's house as uh, Zip knows, and I'm working with him on an album. Really? Uh, because uh, as much as I, you know, my hearing's bad, I can't play out live in a band if it's loud. I, I, all those years we made twisted tunes. Mm -hmm. I just miss making music. Sure. And so I did an album with uh, one guy, John Sullivan, and, I, and when I finished, I thought I should do an album with Rick. Uh, I haven't shared any of it with anybody. You zip, you haven't heard anything yet. Well, I just heard the uh, what the tune you were working on. Oh, you did so, hear one song? What'd you well, hear? Well, no, the 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 um, uh, money, not money. For I'm me. sorry if if you were sna if you were catching a quick nap. I didn't mean to <laughs> money to no money to burn. Oh, money to burn is a great song. Great song. Yeah. All right, so I did share that. Anyway, so I'm starting to work on this album, and what happens is I go over to his house. And I go over there for three hours, three yeah. days in a row. And this great uh, singer, uh, Billy Bar Barrows, comes in. And Lisa says to me today, why is Facebook trying to make me friends with Billy Barrows? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. That stuff happens a lot. And, and, and what it is is Facebook sees me going to this house 
and my phone is next to his phone for three hours, right? Oh, you're kidding me. They're pinpointing you? Oh, you didn't know this stuff? Did you not I, watch? I didn't know they were doing triangulation way up in the mountains of Vermont. Did you? Well, yeah, they know Vermont exists, by the Holy way. Holy moly. Um, did you know that the GPS data, the tracking it's data, is yeah, it's how... pinging constantly. Yeah. yeah. It's how, it's just like, you know, if you click on something, they send you an ad that says, oh, you want to buy this? Yeah. Well... And I said to Lisa, she was like, well, how, why are they trying to, why are they trying to hook me up with him? I was like, honey, I don't know. Um, but I know I can figure it out. They know we're married since we sleep one meter apart. Your <laughs> yeah. phones are one meter apart for eight hours in a row. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Occasionally <laughs> one dot on top of the other. And they, <laughs> they're in the same spot. They're not, they are, they're not, they are, they're not, they are. They What's probably, the feeling? <laughs> Uh, I, I could go into an overshare, but I'm not going to. Uh, so they know that, and they know that I'm working, uh, I'm going to this place for three hours right. with this person. But I said, you like Rick, too, and you go there once in a while, and she'll bring some maple syrup by. When we started recording the record, she actually baked a cake to, for us to celebrate starting it. Very cool. Yeah. She will never act like she wants me to have fun or that she... <laughs> You know, I mean, it, it thinks what I'm doing is cool. Yeah. But she will treat everyone else really nice about it. She'll go, oh, you guys are starting your album. Here's a cake. It was really, really sweet. But Facebook saw her, me, and Rick at this new location. And now anyone who goes to that location is a potential way for them to multiply the clicks. Right. Exponentially and yeah. faster. Yeah. And by the way, this... This is fine. It's not, it's not bad. But if, if they're putting me together with like-minded people, it must be super efficient at terrorists just as well doing the same thing. Yeah. Why, yes, I was thinking about storming the U.S. Capitol. How did they know? So, <laughs> yeah. So. Putting like-minded people together. I don't know. Am I, I crazy? Do any of you worry about Facebook? Yes, I do. All right, thanks for that in-depth. No, <laughs> no I, I, for the first time, I have considered it just so, um, and I don't know if Facebook is the culprit, though, because I'm not able to divine whether it is <laughs> Alexa listening to me all the time. Oh, she just came on. The blue light just came on. Yeah. You know, and she, not only that, now she's, shut up. Uh, ask ask Alexa quiet. if she shares all your secrets with Mark Zuckerberg. Go ahead and just ask her. Just know, confront the goes, bitch. You know what confront she does? She goes, the bitch. Go ahead. She goes, Alexa, do you, sell, do you tell all my secrets to Mark Zuckerberg? Hmm, I don't know that. Yeah, you lying bitch. She's a lying bitch. Absolutely. <laughs> By the Sorry. way, you've got to put, the, you gotta put a mic on her. I know. <laughs> I got to put um, a muzzle on. <laughs> I was right. going to say, a mic is not what you want on her. No. Let's give her a loudspeaker. Right. Put her so, on the town square. And all you have to do is EXE. Put those two, three letters together. She comes on. Mm. You know? So, uh, yeah. I, I mean, and I'm all for free. I, uh, there's no uh, putting the cork back in the bottle. The genie is out. The yeah. toothpaste in the tube. Yeah. Um, mankind is going down this. Everybody has a global platform to blather and try to create uh, an angry mob with torches and pitchforks. That's what, that's what we're at, and we got to get through it. And, and when we were kids, you know, we had fallout shelters, and we were worried about getting nuked by the Russians. 
So I kind of think that every generation has the thing that might destroy society. Hmm. Yeah, we don't duck and cover anymore, at least, no. you know? No. No. Okay. At least not yet, but, you know, that could be oh. coming for all I know. Anybody got uh, Mother's Day plans? No. Oh, no. My mom is gone. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go hang out. <laughs> Nothing? Nothing? No. We're having another family over. We're going we're gonna to expand our little safety pod, ah. you know, ah. with a... With a a family that, li you know, I don't know if I remember told you about this, Bob, but a couple of years ago, we had a family of three move in with us for about a year. We have, we have a really big house. We have a 3,800 square foot house that I bought when I Very had both, big girls, house, yes. both girls and my, my mother-in-law living here. Okay. Well, over the course of time, my mother-in-law moved to Albuquerque. My daughter moved to New York. So I had like a 1,900 square foot basement that really wasn't in use. And it's a finished basement with a fireplace and living room, with two bedrooms, full bath, blah, blah, blah. And a giant air so, conditioning system that is off during this podcast. It is off during broadcast now, <laughs> as per uh, figure that out? It's awesome. be broadcast rules. Yeah. Okay. Um, so <laughs> we had this family move. They, this, somebody knocked on this family's door. That's up at the real estate market at the time, um, and they lived in a little shotgun shack in the the Rainier Valley district of Seattle, which is south of the city and kind of a lower income. It's the most ethnic portion of the city. Mm -hmm. To put a PC spin on it. Somebody knocked on their door and asked and offered them three times what they paid for the house on the spot. Oh, wow. Because the guy was buying three little shotgun shacks in a row, knocked them all down, put up an apartment building. Right. He had mansion. plenty of money. Wow. He had money to yeah. burn, right? Zip? Oh, yeah. And he paid him in cash. Literally, <laughs> he paid him in cash. So, so they, you know, our guy's like, okay, here's the key. Guys, let's go. And he, my, my friend was like, well, we're going to right now. This guy's handing me a sack of money. You can have all the furniture. The, there's casserole in the oven. Enjoy your first dinner in your new home. <laughs> So they so they literally sold their place and moved in with us, while they uh, bought a house that they refurbished and you know set That's themselves nice. up. Because we they, have all did this you space charge them nice. rent because oh, they God, just no, had a they windfall. Were, no. These are friends. No, they were just, it was it was Melissa's oldest friend. Wow. Uh, I met I met this woman. The same Bob. When we met Melissa, this was one of the two girls that came with Melissa to the studio that day. That's how long I've known Susie. That's a long and her, time. And now, okay, her I now remember her. Brian and yeah, yeah. She was at so they live with stock, us, right? They live, What's that? She was at nude stock, right? She was at nude stock a couple times. Yeah, yeah we were and all she, uh, nude stock. I saw her naked. Yep. Yeah. Well, they live with us for By years. By the way, so seeing someone the naked, naked in the age of the internet. Not yeah. that big of a deal. Anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, they're they're just lying life. there. What, what's she going mean, to do? Think I, is that I, all she's going to do is sleep? Yeah, but what the I think hell? I only right, saw but... a, half a, dozen, a half a dozen breasts by puberty. I, <laughs> On the bra page. I can't yeah. imagine coming up in today's internet. But anyway, and so. We're, we're having that family over for Mother's Day. We're going to have a cookout in our backyard and be nice, as nice. distant as we can. But we're going nice, to nice. have a little, uh, little home-cooked barbecue here in Seattle. Awesome. That's beautiful. I, uh, I haven't made any plans yet. We're, at, we're in an era where uh, surprise and some flowers are good. And now I can't tell you the surprise I'm thinking of because uh, it's on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. If your surprise lasts for more than four hours, Bob, call your doctor. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's funny you would bring that up. I care You were the you. first so person, uh, Spike, that I ever knew who admitted to using Viagra. Um, on the radio, mm -hmm. and at the it's time, the I could listen to you talk for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. At the time, I, I I thought it was very frightening stuff. I didn't know what this thing was, 
And I don't know about lots of guys, but the whole idea that you could that it it could backfire, and you know, four hours and you you have to go to the I, I, that alone kept me from even being curious. <laughs> but then I also thought naively that it was a prescription medication that you had to have. You had to. Re- I I don't know how you would prove <laughs> that you needed it. Come on, Doc, I'm trying. It appears not to be working. So anyway, I had no idea what that stuff was. And Spike was the brave guy who talked about it. And I, I, do you remember how old you were? When, and, and you just used it recreationally, right? Well, yeah. Well, no, Bob, I found a second income. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, by recreationally, I, I mean... Cottage industry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't... Well, cottage, back shell, who cared where, you know? So... Performance enhancer. What, what I mean <laughs> is it was possible for you to work without it. Let me put it that way. Um, n- n- not really. Oh. You know, I mean, I had testicular cancer and um, they removed my cancer. <laughs> so the T level. And, and one of right? your balls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I had, I had a lower testosterone right between, you know, it was, it was Sonia Henney, me. Uh, and, and Michael Jackson. That's the testosterone levels. That's where I fell in that. that oh, I didn't know that's why you took it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You didn't sense. talk about that. You just talked about how cool it was. Well, well you know, yeah. nobody won, nobody gave a rat's ass about my heart yeah. condition after yeah. the that's true. the excitement of my heart attack. Ooh, what's next? All yeah. right, I can win skin, uh, Skinner tickets. Great, big deal. Yeah. And when you lose one of the boys, you don't necessarily want to talk about that on the radio either. You know. Oh, hey, you did. Oh no, Wepos, how you doing? Yeah. Now nah, he talked about it. He Spike always laid himself about everything. Good. Just as did uh, Zip did the other day. <laughs> Let's not he's go not, He's not as excited he's, about it, but it was... He's running back and going back for more. It was Trip good radio. <laughs> no, so anyway, Spike, so years later, maybe only four or five years ago, yeah. Lisa and I were in Mexico. And, uh, oh, that's the other thing. I, I looked into that stuff, and it was like 600 bucks you know, for a prescription for, good I, lord, I don't know how many. Are you sh- it, it was it was six hundred bucks. It was ridiculously like oh I guess God. they give them out thirty at a time, and it was six hundred bucks. There were twenty bucks a pill in the U.S. Does it, wow, and they weren't covered by my insurance, and, and that's for sure. And and anyway, so I did. I put it out of my mind, and I and I thought, yeah, I don't really need that stuff. Uh, but then I read stories about younger people using it, and I thought that's probably not a good idea. Uh, so as I got older. We ended up in Mexico, and I think it's five or six years ago. It's non-prescription there. It's OTC, over-the-counter. It's also and, horse tranquilizer. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a, they're knockoffs. I mean, he uh, said, donkey, donkey tranquilizer, <laughs> man. Get him at no. the donkey show. So, I, I mean, hey, here's... You want to go next? <laughs> no. No. Uh, and some of you know better. I guess you guys don't travel as much as we do. But no. No. Legitimate chain store pharmacies are pharmacies. There are back alley pharmacies you know, in Cabo behind the club that Sammy Hagar owns where, yeah. um, you know, level. they sell, it's like fireworks, Spike. Yeah. You know, the fireworks. <laughs> Don't bring them across two <laughs> lines. You can get Boom them. Boom city. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean. Fireworks, Viagra. <laughs> Baby, you're a firework. No, what I mean is there are the legal fireworks you can buy in any state. And mm-hmm. then there's the back alley place where you can get the big, you know. 
<laughs> and so, no, so the, it was perfect. It's perfectly legal there. There's a couple of things that are legal there without a prescription. And I'll admit, um, what do they call that? Uh, Turgid? Um, <laughs> Lacid? Pharmatourism? Whatever they call it. Anyway. Pharmatourism, so, yes, yes. That's yeah. what the seniors do. It's yeah. a thing, yeah. Senior citizens do it. They get right. off the cruise to ships and drove. To Canada as well. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And, and at the time, and I shouldn't say this because Mother's Day is coming up and I might yeah. get crap for it, but <laughs> there's this stuff you put on your skin that makes wrinkles go away. Uh-huh. Retin-A, have you heard of it? Oh, yeah, it's a peeler, peeling agent. Yeah, something. and it's yeah, a prescription yeah. medicine here, but it's over-the-counter in Mexico. Oh. And so I'm always fascinated with stuff that's legal somewhere and not legal somewhere else. Yeah. Um, it, it always feels like, I don't know, I can't resist a bargain. <laughs> Anything to declare, sir? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I've never had more fun. <laughs> so Lisa and I are walking, and every day we go back and forth by these pharmacies, mm-hmm. and they have the ads in the windows uh, for the generic name, which is Sildenafil. And uh, and I thought, oh, maybe I should you know, get one of those. <laughs> it's like the same... The same way when I first had a joint, and it turned out to be oregano, by the way, but I still thought, I should have one of those marijuana cigarettes. What do you want, sir? We got the six-pack, the sex-pack, and the check-pack. So eventually, and I talked to Lisa about it. She said, well, give it a try. And I tell you, and so I walked, and... and <laughs> give it a try. I was, That's what she said the night before, she too. Was up, she was up for it. And again, yes. I don't want to make this too Let much Let me know how it works out. She didn't <laughs> sign on for this podcast. That's right, boo-boo. But... Um, so I walked into a pharmacy, and and here I am all embarrassed. Why am I embarrassed? I'm in Mexico. Right. It's a, you know, over-the-counter aid. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, so I, I started asking questions, and I'm shuffling around, and si. they've probably seen this in si. dumb old married guy tourists. Anyway, so I buy, I don't know what, I don't know what kind to get, because... Again, I'm into a bargain. And you want to say Daffanella, whatever you said it was, sir, that's what you want. <laughs> well, they come in 25 milligrams, 50 milligrams, and 100 milligrams. And they come again and again and again with this stuff. <laughs> right. And I'm thinking, well, I'm thinking, um, you know, I'm an older gentleman, but I'm not, due respect to your, what you went through, uh, Spike, you know, I don't have a legitimate yeah. um, diagnosis. Uh, but I, I so anyway, I, I thought, well, maybe I better get the 50s and cut one in half. And I got to give credit, credit to Pfizer. Those things are impossible to cut in half. <laughs> <laughs> you need a jigsaw. They make more profit on the 25s, and they want you to buy that if that's what that's, you want. That's right. And, and, and so anyway, so I, um, without being, you know, it's a family show, show. a dysfunctional yeah. family show. But still yes. Family show. Um, you know, we got back to our villa and I, you know, I had a stopwatch and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're off. <laughs> it says 20 minutes. And uh, uh, all I can tell you is I was like, wow, that really, it changes your, I, I don't even know how it works. Most guys think it's magic, uh, but it changes your circulation. And by the way, my face got a little red and, um, Mine's a little red right now. Just here. <laughs> <laughs> 
so it, it, it and and you know um ooh la la as a gardening show host used to say friend <laughs> yes. of ours and it was fine and it was and I, and I was like okay and i only took a half of one really so it was excuse me sir yeah it's your prescription you left it on the wait a minute you're the guy who's a police to my car. Is that you? Made that stupid parody song. That's racist, you piece of shit. Thank you very much, sir. It was an anti-drinking public service announcement. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, so I get home, and I have a doctor, and uh, she's a lady doctor. Ooh. In Issaquah, and Lisa looks after, says, "Looks after your lady parts." Well, no, Lisa says you, you should call your doctor and get a prescription. And so I'm now I'm all kinds of embarrassed now. Yeah, now she's been on the ride. Oh, she and, wants the ponies to keep going. Yeah, and well, <laughs> stop it. And Pfizer knows the embarrassment. You know that's of why all they're... their ads are you know. Sort of OG, made sort of to be OG. unembarrassing. I don't, want, I don't want to talk about your boner, but we're going to do it on TV while your wife's beside yeah. you on the couch. If you want to get more fun and out so, of your husband. So they call it erectile dysfunction. And I, yeah, I said ED, to the doctor, which is my name, by the way. Ed. Yeah. Not anymore. Now you're E.D. Kelly. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. So I... I call, I, you know, my, I, I wait for my very next, I'm not going to make a specific appointment for this, you know, because I'm already plotting how it's just going to be an aside as I'm leaving. Oh, by the way. Uh, Listen, by the way, I don't know if you guys do these or not, but. Uh, While I'm thinking about it. I fell it, into this pharmacy in Mexico trip on the well, sidewalk. And that is how I work. I said, you know, my wife and I were in Mexico and yeah. I, uh, I, she was like, yeah, you shouldn't do that stuff without a prescription, but she said, I'll, yeah. I'll write one for you. Yeah. And I said, well, I, I don't really have erectile dysfunction. Sure you don't, Bob. That's all right. I said, but but I, I would call it like erectile disappointment if you just... Clinical <laughs> 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 term is wah, wah. Well, it just doesn't stand as at a, a, you know, it doesn't salute quite as crisply. <laughs> It yeah, he used to watch me shave in the morning. Now watches yeah. me shine my shoes. So, long story short, uh, you know, she wrote me a prescription, and it was so much money. I was like, my pleasure isn't worth that. And, <laughs> oh man! Wow! No, seriously, it was just too and much you money. Were, you were fairly flush at the time, if I recall. I, look, um, yeah, you guys you spent a lot of it on this. microphones. I've always been cheap, thrifty. Mm. Um, except when it comes to like crazy stuff, like having an airplane, right? Um, or a place <laughs> to live. You won't spend thirty bucks on a boner for no, your wife. I, I love you. Lisa got mad at me because I paid I fourteen. I paid fourteen ninety nine so we could watch that show, the <laughs> yeah. split, because it didn't come in our package. And so she was like, "Don't buy it! Don't buy it!" And I'm like, "I'm buying it! I'm buying it!" It's <laughs> like, <laughs> a glimpse into your world. No, we'll argue about a ten dollar purchase. <laughs> and and I said, "Honey, if I take you to a restaurant, I'll get you a glass of wine that costs twelve, thirteen, or fourteen dollars. If we go to the movies, you know, again the popcorn and everything." I said, "This you'll like the shows," and and she loves it. So so anyway, it was so expensive. That I immediately started booking cruises hmm. to Mexico. To go to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> just run down to TJ. But when you add in the airfare and everything else, it's mm -hmm. it's just it's a push. Yeah, and 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 by the way, I don't. I, I guess it would be better if I used it more often. 
It's a special occasion. It's a, <laughs> what would the cookie monster say? A cookie is a sometimes food. Mm, uh, cocktail. So, anyway. But I'm glad it's there for, you know, for men who need it. Yeah. Is it covered by Social Security? Zip, uh, you haven't spoken up in a while, is it? <laughs> oh, man. I'm Ouch. sure it's not. I'm it's sure not. it's not. <laughs> like you grabbing hear, your buddy and throwing him on the grenade. You know, that's I hear it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you hear that from? Your pharmacist when you ask him? I, I can't recall. Uh, when I had normal insurance, it certainly wasn't. It wasn't. Let's yeah, put it that way. Then, no. Yeah. no. I'm I'm about to go on uh, not Social Security, but I'm about to get Medicare for the first time. Are you? Oh, and wow. I'm welcome to the club. You're gonna enjoy it. <laughs> All the benefits. Well, I'll tell you, as I keep hitting milestones and getting older, most of the time I shrug them off. Sixty, eh? Sixty is the new forty. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. Only if you work out really hard. Yeah. And then. But Medicare, like I got, when you apply for Medicare, first off, in order to have it, you just have to be you and be telling the truth about your birthday. Right. But they make it like, we will review your case and get back to you. <laughs> you guys, yeah. Zip, you're the only one who's done it, right? What's that? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> And now let's talk about dementia. <laughs> oh, no. What? Uh, 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 Medicare. Did you do? Yeah, you did, yeah. yeah. And yes, when you I'm enrolled, yes. Do you remember? And when you apply for it, they do, they don't say, "Hey, welcome. I'm glad you're joining. It. You worked hard. Thank you for paying all your social security." They go like, "We will review your application and we will get back with a decision." And you have a window to take advantage of it, and if you don't, they slap mm -hmm. you pretty hard. We know a certain number of old people are not going to follow through, just like the people who buy a gym club membership and never go. What do you mean slap you hard? What are they, they find you for oh, not? It, uh, I can't recall exactly how it works, but if you don't take advantage of it when you do sign up, you're yeah. already at a disadvantage financially. I can't remember the exact. Yeah, it, it, like you have, it, when he says a window... Yeah. My birthday is July 7th. Mm -hmm. It's effective the month of my birthday, so it's effective July. Um, I have to apply, go through this process, then they approve it, then they send me a card. That can take weeks or a month. And then I think I have to take the card with either my real birth certificate wow. or real passport okay. to a person you know, and in line at a Social Security office. At a wicket, yeah. And then they stamp and say yes, and then... I have start reading all of the, I mean, they make this so confusing and they know yeah. it's because people are old and get yep. confused easy. A lot of hoops. Oh. That's what they do. Oh, I, I, and Lisa and I are already, we call the little uh, farm pond uh, in our backyard, Golden Pond. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. <laughs> and so, uh, and I did this and I helped her do it because she, you know, she's a, a Rob the Croyd a little older than me. And so I've been through this, but it's it's just terribly confusing. Um, one thing that Zip told me, and, and yes. you open this can of worms, Zip, uh, because I do listen to everything you tell me, every bit of advice. Because <laughs> I asked Zip, I said, what prescription plan are you on? And he said, I don't pay for that. I just use... Tell them what you use. 
Good RX. Good RX. And I'm like, what is Good RX? Not a government institution. <laughs> no, it's nope. an, it's a it's a, a phone it's platform. Yeah, it's an yeah. app essentially. Yeah. It's yeah. you know what it is. And by the way, William Shatner should do the commercials because it's basically Priceline for prescription drugs. That's correct, Bob. Um, you know, it's it's interesting how. By it the works, way, when you though, get your Viagra, this is going to be big. This is going to be really big. I don't mean to write the jokes <laughs> for you guys. But, no. <laughs> When you first use it to, to find a di you know a discount version of what you're looking for, right? If you try to go back to that same place you bought it originally with GoodRx, it's not available. Right. It's it's like they spread the wealth out amongst wow. their their players. And and you know so I mean? when Zip told me about this, yeah, I was getting some expensive Lyme treatments, and they were putting me on a whole pile of antibiotics, and it was going to be it was pretty expensive, and the insurance oh, yeah. company doesn't cover all of them. Which is why a lot of people are just, you know, stuck suffering. Yeah. And so I, I went, I remembered what you said about that card. And I went to my naturopath and I said, would GoodRx, and she said, oh, yes, a lot of, you know, <laughs> she could have said, you drove in in a nice car. I didn't think of that for you. <laughs> but you she handed know. me a card, but you don't need a card. You can, and by the way, you don't have to be old. At any age, you can do this. It's a really, it's, you know, I'm giving you uh, I'm giving you a series about divorce tonight and a way to get prescription drugs. You've heard of TED Cheap Talks? Drugs. These, yeah. these are Bob Talks. Yeah. yeah. Bob Talks. So I, as if I got the card and one of the drugs that I was supposed to take for three months was hydroxychloroquine. Oh, my God. Which you may know because of the pandemic was hyped up by a few people. Yeah. I can't remember their names now. I've I lost track of them free. on Facebook. <laughs> I get it, Fifty. Yeah. And anyway, I was, I'm going to take that, but it had gone up in price because of, you know, excessive demand for it. And it, and it could be like four or three, four hundred, whatever dollars for the prescription. And so I took the, um, what is it called again? Good RX? Good RX. RX, yes. I took the card, entered the number, and I feel like, this is silly, but this is like Priceline.com. <laughs> or hotels.com or any place where you know roll the dice i don't care who you know which pharmacy i go to and there was a pharmacy about 40 minutes away that had it for i can't remember it was like 30 dollars wow and it really is like um is coupon clipping basically yeah and a whack-a-mole. Digital, yeah, digital couponing yes and so you have to go to your dog you either have to get a written prescription from your doctor and drive there with that, or modern days, you tell your doctor to call it in. They right. called it in, I drove up there, and I got it for like one twentieth of the price. And I was like, that's great. But like Zip says, the next time, nope. it's not there. And so I thought, yeah. Good. What, well, I, what I found is um, there's such a variance from pharmacy to pharmacy with GoodRx on pricing. Mm -hmm. You know, and and and, and that's, it's not like, one pharmacy always has better prices than pharmacy B than pharmacy C does. On on this drug, pharmacy C's got the best price. On that right, drug, right, pharmacy right. A's got yeah. the best price. And it can be like like one particular med that that my wife is on, and I, I'm on five of them as well. I'm a five. Get that heart med. condition. How's it going? Yeah. By the way, you good? It's going really well. Thank okay. you. I appreciate Thanks. that. Um, so this thing is either one seventy at pharmacy A. Can you still or take the Viagra? I'm just curious. I haven't. Ah. Uh. 
Yeah, my wife's very Say, disappointed. That brought the but whole Mother's interview coming, down. I'm so very sorry. Yeah. I asked that question. That's okay. Mother's Day's coming. Don't okay. remember all surprises. <laughs> no, but I'm curious because my, you know, my brother Michael had the heart attack. I know he did. Yeah, and younger it, than me. Yeah. I, I go ahead. So anyway, the th the thing is, Pharmacy A has 170 for the same prescription, same count, same exact pills. It's sixty dollars at Pharmacy C. So what we've taken up doing is um, instead of having my pharmacist call in a prescription to our normal pharmacy, because some days that's the best one, some days mm -hmm. some pills it's not. I have to go, I, it's worth my time to drive to my doctor's office and pick up a prescription at the front desk. And walk, and then, okay. And then take it to whatever, I mean, literally you go down a list of, of good RX for one prescription and there are 12 different options. And you have to get there they, before yeah. they run out? No, 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 no. I mean, they won't run out. It's not like, you know, like they're selling Aussie tickets or something. <laughs> they, uh, you know, um, Total you know, flashback, you, by the way. You, you take, yeah. it, take it into the pharmacy there. And, you know, because at, 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 you know, Walgreens, it's $35. But at QVC, it's 110 So I'm not going there today. I'm going over here today. Right, right. Yeah. And it's cheaper yeah. than most, for most cases, it's cheaper than the price through your insurance. Okay. So this story has a destination. Good. So thanks to Zip now. And my cheapness kicking in, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm not signing up for one of those prescriptions. Because here's the deal. Every year you get a chance, you get a window to change your prescription drug plan. And if you get something serious, yeah, you know, that needs an expensive drug, you want to pick, you actually have to pick the right plan for that drug. It's really, a, it's a racket. Uh, so yeah. I think I'm going to do the good RX thing. And so the other day... I sat there, and this is voyeuristic. <laughs> That's an interesting way to look at it. Well, I started imagining all the drugs I might want to get, and I just did, like, walking down a street in a tourist section of Mexico, I started just shopping for them. Hey, excuse me, pharmacist, they say that MDMA is going to be available as a treatment for people who are PFT, PTSD. <laughs> Can I put a reserve in yeah. now for when it get, does get legalized? Sorry. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> So uh, anyway, it turns out if you shop the sildenafil, I'm sure Zip knows this. He's being reserved. Is can be as cheap as Mexico. I've not looked, but I will. Uh, <laughs> I'll have a look. See. Thank you for that moment of intimacy, ladies and gentlemen. Zip, zip, zip. <laughs> and again, this was your thing, and 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 you're just and zip. You're cheap, but you're also not on a lot of prescription drugs, right? I haven't actually since COVID. Uh, my doctor retired. I haven't had <laughs> any medical contact whatsoever with anyone. Wow. Or intimate Which contact. I need to. So, oh, but I mean, you don't, you don't take anything for anything. Naps. <laughs> I was just looking up what I what I was taking, which is a, a generic form of Welbutrin, which is an antidepressant. Right. And the price difference is uh, for twenty for ninety pills, st low end twenty three, high end of one twenty nine. Yeah, 56. that's how much it varies. That's crazy. at Walgreens. That's crazy. That's pretty wild. I need more money to spend on instant scratch tickets. That's why I'm saving the day. <laughs> uh, the lottery retirement plan. Yeah. Yes. So answer me this. You're, you're, you know, uh, what do you, how do you think GoodRx makes their nut then? Oh, here's how I think it. Okay. Um, it's a loss leader, and there are flash deals. Hmm. It's the same way. Kmart. Yeah, it's the same way Walmart uh, sells 
you know, 80 inch flat screen TVs for a thousand dollars. It's the same way a car uh, place has you know, a car listed that there's only three of them like that and they don't have all the things you'd want in only the car. three pills available at this price well, <laughs> better hurry the Labor Day sale at good rx the weekend's coming the prices are crazy you get down here now well or you will die die die, die. But, but wait a minute but but you know, drugstores don't have prescription traffic builders you know now, while you're here getting erectile dysfunction medicine make sure you check out our other stock up on condoms oh condoms Oh, contraire. And rubber sheets. <laughs> the way the world works is getting you in a store. Yes. Impulse. Uh, it gives you the ha- Look, everything is about us building habits. Yep. And so that got me into a store I didn't even know had a pharmacy because it was a grocery store that had a pharmacy. It was a Hannaford's Market or something. See. And I'm, oh, there's a pharmacy here now. And oh, I need some pick up some stuff for dinner. And it got me to shop because every place you would get this stuff you would also buy other things. And so what I believe they do is, now correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I believe, just the way co-op and weird advertising works, I believe they they throw these sales to get a certain number of new customers in the door, and then the sale ends. And you got some customers. It's customer acquisition. That's what I think it is. And well, it's interesting. The one time I did shop uh, at Wegmans, which is a grocery store, the last time I purchased what I the, this drug, it's never been on GoodRx since. I've never seen it. Oh, you've never seen drug listed oh. again. No. Maybe okay, there's an Seb's algorithm gonna... that knows you yeah. and keeps you going. That's right, keeps you out of the mix. Yeah. He's a seeker. He's a fear seeker. of missing out. <laughs> So I, I, I tell you that hydroxychloroquine was such a good deal. I, I felt like I should go to New York and sell it to tourists outside of Trump Tower. But there was a pandemic going on. <laughs> that was weak. Okay. Uh, so uh, bef- before we close, uh, any burning desires, any story anybody wants to tell? Hmm. Jump up and grab the grab the burning hook. desire is absent tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, right. um, I I, I, uh, I climbed back into my uh, mother-in-law's will this weekend. <laughs> you climbed into her what? Her will. Her last will and testament. Yeah, yes. but I'm trying to figure out how the metaphor of climbing into one works. I'm trying to think about that. <laughs> I've, I, I earned my way back in. So you were you I, were thrown out of your mother-in-law's will? Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I think I've I'm more interested in my, how you fattened got, up my slice. Yeah, I'm more interested in how you got thrown out. <laughs> I don't think I was thrown out, but I'm, you know, and it's, uh, we've got a pretty spread out family. Oh. <clears throat> you know, we've, uh, this one's been married twice. That one's been married three times, blah, 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 blah. Oh, There's God, a lot of it. in-laws floating around. Got it. Um, okay. No, I just, I, I helped my wife. Um, my wife spent the last three weeks um, getting her father's house ready for sale. Because uh, Melissa's dad is down in Arizona, has yeah. been, he's been wintering down there for six years and summering up here in the Northwest in Wenatchee, which is in Eastern Washington, completely different than anything you know about Seattle. Seattle's the wet and rainy and green side of the state. In eastern Washington, it's all either desert or farmland. Yeah, and the and farmland is, yeah. is desert that has 
a giant river like the Columbia River or some, yeah, the Wenatchee exactly. River so they can use it for irrigation irrigation, yeah. and grow apples. <laughs> um, they, they, they grow more apples in, per, per acre in Wenatchee than anywhere else in the country. There you go. It literally is the apple capital of America. Um, so anyway, uh, dad's going to spend all his time down in Arizona now. He's going to sell his Wenatchee home. And he spent uh, 30, 30 years there, almost 25 years there. They bought this house for a penny, basically, and he's been working on it for 20 years, and now it's worth almost a million bucks. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, But he's got like a, a lifetime's Oops, I, worth I of I shouldn't tools. have sounded so um, enthusiastic the way I said nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send flowers. Woo, you'll pay for them. It's going to be yeah. great. All right, go ahead. Um, no, but we, we went through, went over there, and, and Melissa had to go through his garage. And, you know, old guys talking about, you know, 50s dads with a tool collection. Oh. You know, so we had to go through, for Melissa spent three weeks yeah. over there going through her dad's garage, just his garage. Oh. We spent a couple of days going through his, you know, his sending his uh, his clothes down to him and his personal effects and whatnot. Because and, uh, he and his lady, Jan, have been together 25 years, but they never married. Hmm. Um, and, and they've got, you know, she's got her assets and she's widowed twice really well. Um, and he's got his assets he brought from his life and they, you know, lived in this home together, bought this house together. So we went over there and kind of emptied out the garage and got all his things and moved them out so that now her kids can come in with her and go through her stuff and see what she wants to send down to Arizona. Mm. But we literally went, uh, I've been like, this sounds bittersweet by the way. There's not all, it's not happy by any means. Yeah. Well, you know, Melissa's dad's got uh, his third cancer fight now. Yeah. And it's uh, it's the he's in his 80s, and it's the third time cancer has shown up. And at this point in time, it's like we'll do what we can to make his time good. You know, it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. But you know, so every time Melissa touched anything in this garage for the last month, it's been another reminder that she's going to lose her dad soon. So it's it's been a brutal stretch for my wife. Oh hell yeah, that's taxing yeah. emotionally. It is, but you know, yeah. but but on the on the other side, we try to look at it like, look, most most kids have to go through this after yeah. they've lost their parent. Yeah. And he's you at least get the, he cares right, about you, you get the, guys, you get the by the way. That's part of why he's doing the, it, isn't it? Right, right. We're dealing with it now, so you don't have to deal with it after he's gone. And you get to ask him what he wants with this, what do you want to do with that, who do you want to get this to go to, what do you want to do with these? And, and everything's been a story, and everything's been a, you know, a memory, and it's, it's, been, it's been cool you know, that we've been able to do that with him. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, but for the last, I've, I've put 3,500 miles on my van in the last three weeks. Wow. Going back and forth, the 160 mile each way to Wenatchee. I've done it six times in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we rented a storage unit over in Wenatchee, a 20 by 10 storage unit. You know, one of those you store places. Yeah. And uh, it's literally, it's funny. The a 20 by, and this may be mundane for everybody out there in the world, but storage in Seattle is insanely high priced yeah. because of all the Amazon and well, Microsoft that's because there's and plenty of people who want to move a family of four into that's it because it. they can afford a rental <laughs> house. Right. Well, you know, we, we could spend a whole day talking about storage units. Oh, there's, okay? and by the way, the number of people using them to live in clandestinely is huge, correct? Oh, it is. Well, well that's funny. When, when you rent a storage unit, there's like a five page agreement you have to sign. Yeah. And what they spend most time telling you is what you can't do with a storage unit. You can't live in it. You can't run a business out of it. No Francis McDormand five gallon buckets. Right. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great move. You can't. Uh, you can't keep livestock, like chickens, in a storage. <laughs> unit. They have you to know? tell you. You can't. You can't store dead bodies in a storage unit. It's, it yeah, says it's that in, in the, the contract. Wow. Right. You can, but it has to be in a freezer, and it has to have a generator. No, no. <laughs> you know why it's in the contract? 
because somebody tried to. Yeah, exactly. That's why it says you can't. And That's you, right. And it says in there, you can't keep live chickens or dead people in this storage room. And yet a lot of people use it. Uh, artists use it, you know, to create a, music a using space. headphones. Yeah, uh, sure. Artists yeah. paint in there. Yeah, and yeah, people, people do, do use it for online businesses as essentially their warehouse. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if that yeah. would run afoul of the rules because you're not having any it, people. It probably says no enterprises. Right. Well, you, you can you can use it as a warehouse for your small business. Many people do that, Bob. You're absolutely right. Yes. Um, but you can't have people come into the exact yeah. you know, the grounds of the storage. Yeah. Company you can't and, have them come and, and, and you open a trap door with a window and hand them a little baggie. That would be exactly <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's like so. a speakeasy from the thirties. So, so you, you what's you, a password? Crystal meth. Yeah. Right. So you rented this to to consolidate his stuff in that you need to store while you sell. Well, the it's house, funny right? we we. We built the tool museum. I mean, this guy, uh, Melissa's dad was the head of tool making for Boeing for over 30 years. Oh, my God. What that means, and he would go back and forth between commercial and defense. Sure. So when they had a new project, he would literally design the tools that would help make this airplane or bomber or whatever. Wow. And uh, so this guy has, I mean, and he's got one of every tool ever made in his garage. So Melissa's sister lives down in Albuquerque, and we're here in Seattle. And so we, we needed to clean the house out because they're going to sell the house in Wenatchee. Right, right. We built a tool museum in this storage unit. I like, 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 are you charging admission? And is that one of the loopholes that they did? <laughs> no, no. It's donation only because it's not a business. Yeah. yeah. No, well, you know, we, we. But what we you've put, done, if, if, if I may, you've earned your way more than into the good graces of yeah. your in-law and yeah. um, your, the way you're uh, handling, your, handling your father-in-laws. You're, yeah, be, you're exactly. being the good guy. Yeah. That's nice. So when my sister-in-law comes up from Albuquerque this summer, they can, at their leisure, go through this lifetime's worth of tools and see what they want to keep, what they want to give to the daughters. And Melissa built a toolbox for all four of the granddaughters from their grandfather's hand tools. Wow. You know? Can I I ask a, a personal favor? Of course. We'd love you even more. If you'd come over here for a few months in our barn and help us go through our stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll do it. Let, let me put it this way. I'll help you write up a business plan. You could do this for a living, Spike. You yeah. talk about jobs that you would be good at because you're personable and you love people. There's a, there's a you know, there's a job in this. There's a TV show and it's called Hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can never get rid of tools. I mean, yeah. when I, the one time I had to was heartbreaking. Um, yeah, uh, that's a heart. It's, it's that's a heartwarming wild. story, uh, Spike. I, I've often wanted to have tools because uh, you know I have the random screwdrivers and things. Yeah, purchased yeah. at our uh, Harbor Freight on special. Oh boy, the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, the stuff that yeah. falls apart really. You've heard of snap on? Right? These are snap off. Well, I figure I'm only I'm only going to need it for as long as I have it before I lose it and misplace yeah. it. Right, so, exactly. Yeah. They're temporary. They dust, dust and, in the wind tool. But, and, but and if with I Viagra, could, yeah, you can keep your tool cool, and it won't let your meatloaf. If I had a real cool collection of tools up on a wall, you know, super organized. <laughs> It would stay exactly. that way. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to dust it once a year. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's a very nice story. Thank you for that heartwarming thing. And, you bet, uh, man. Yeah. Thank you, Zip, for all the hidden how to buy your Viagra cheap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could be a yeah. And Thanks uh, for taking the hit there, Zip. Yeah. Good man. And to, to our audience uh, who's been writing in, thank you very much for your, your letters. They're Seriously. much appreciated. You can always yeah. reach us, show at bobandzip.com. 
Our Patreon uh, fans are awesome as well. In fact, I heard from uh, one of them today. Let me do, I try to read at least one letter. Uh, he's a Seattle guy named Neil Scott, who is a, uh, a longtime acquaintance. I've known him for a long time. He listens, continues uh, to love the show. He said, uh, I was listening to last Friday's podcast. I was blown away by the new jingles. <laughs> uh, and we do have some jingles. Um, you know, let me play Zip's jingle because this is so uh, perfect for Zip. Here we go. Zip's the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> God bless <He> Vancouver. <laughs> um, some of us are ball busters. Uh, you know, but Zip, are you there, Zip? Spike's a ball buster. <laughs> those balls. We'll do your ball buster jingle. I haven't figured the right one for you. Yeah. Anyway, he says uh, he loves the jingles. Uh, were they done by a commercial outfit? No. Uh, they were done by some guys I met in a parking lot, and I have no idea how to reach them. They loaded too many jingles on the back of my truck this morning. Oh, I, I got great jingle prices for you. It's me, Jingles the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Neil does a national podcast on recovery. Oh. Yep. Recovery Coast to Coast, uh, and he's uh, it's a, a jingle a website, recoverycoasttocoast.com, if you are into the the 12-stepping, uh, like some of us, we do the 12-step. Uh, he he uh, is a very good person to know. You can a great guy. Anyway, he, he, was thinking he would like to do some jingles uh, for that. And I wonder if his, if his thing is a non-profit. Recovery Radio? Yeah. This week, don't pick up. Stay sober. <laughs> anyway. Nobody uh, likes a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get drunk. Uh, and he also, he, he wanted to ask some other inside stuff about how we do the pop podcast. But in a, he, finally, he says, Bob and Zip, you guys worked at WAAF in Worcester. Wow. And when you were there, actually, no, he was there before. Uh, before you were there, I worked for the AM sister station, WAAB. <sighs> Remember that, Zip? Which would have been on Mechanic Street, right? He says... He had done all nights at WPRO in Providence, and he says, as I recall, the station was at 34 Mechanic yes. Street. Yeah. Wow. So he uh, he missed us. Um, we could have potentially all died of an overdose together back then. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my plug for recoverycoasttocoast.com. Right. There you go. <laughs> th thank you for the nice note, Neil. Also, all of our Patreons. Neil is a Patreon, too. You Patreon people who just drop a few bucks in the tip bucket. It actually helps cover the expenses of the podcast. Who knows? Maybe someday it would make a little money. Uh, listenership is dramatically up by dramatically 20%. You know. Oh. That's good. That's if we, if good. that was ratings, we'd be throwing a party at the station. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you can, uh, anyway, you can always reach us, show at uh, bobandzip.com or uh, patreon.com slash bobrivers, and um, your support is much appreciated. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Remember this golden classic. Playing the hits of yesteryear just for you. Prescription drugs are out of bounds. Talking about my man. 
medicine prices must come down. Can't afford a common cold. Talking about them vaccinations. I need Viagra when I get old. Grandpa needs his medication. Can't afford medication. Rectal examination, baby. Yeah, I'm uh, phoning about my prescription. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, Viagra, uh, some heart medicine, and uh, sticky butt for my glaucoma. <laughs> Why don't you put that prod away? Don't need rectal examination. Don't charge more than Canadians pay. Talking about that medication. Grandma's waiting at the Greyhound station. She's smuggling in that cheap medication. Got a heart palpitation. Can't afford medication, baby. A grandma, mama, grandma, mama's medication. Grandma, 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 mama, grandma, mama's medication. The Bob and Zip Show. Triple 